Hey, it's Shanna, and this is the At Home Tarot Podcast, where we're building a home within ourselves, one daily spiritual practice at a time. Good morning, and welcome in At Home Tarot. So glad you're here. It is a full moon in Aquarius today. If you haven't yet, do kind of listen to today's reading. I think there's a big message about some of the um, things going on for the full moon in Aquarius that have gone on over the last week as we kind of come up to the precipice point of it today. Um, so do go back a day and listen to that after this. Um Another thing I will say this morning is, unfortunately, um, there is some construction going on outside, um, so you might be able to hear that. Now, if you're um, a longtime listener, then you know that the reason I call this at home tarot is because I'm at home. All I do is wake up and make some coffee. I do my little morning things, you know, my little codependency reading, uh, things like that. I pet the cat and then I jump into tarot and it is a casual conversation. It's at home. The vibe is you showed up at my door. You're here. You're sitting at my table. We pulled some cards. We're talking. And so um, I don't want to over stylize the podcast. I want it to feel authentic. Um, to you. And so sometimes I feel like having those noises actually adds to that because it does kind of feel if you actually wanted to spend time with this podcast in a really intentional way, sometimes I don't expect you to do that religiously every morning, although some of you might be doing that. Um, then you could actually sit down at the table yourself with a journal, with a cup of coffee or tea or something, put this on and it does feel like there's somebody just sitting across from you talking to you um, with all the noises going on. So um, just giving some grace today, not me, them, it's not me. <laughs> so I'm not taking that on. Um, give them some grace today that uh, they got to work um, while we do this. So um, yeah, uh, I had, a um, I was, was kind of filming myself, um, back in the day on Instagram, I used to sing, um, not with my own voice, although I don't mind that. I'm not great, but I don't mind it. Um, but I used to lip sync and I'd call it lip sync therapy. And really it was just kind of a fun way to start my day. Um, I would turn on music. Sometimes it was like to put me up. Sometimes it was just a song I was thinking about. Um, my partner and I laugh because I always have a different song that I'm humming every day. And it's like I wake up with this song in my heart that I know and I have to listen to it that day. And he's, what's the song of the day? You know, and for him, he's such a uh, musically orientated person that he doesn't think of real songs, but he often hums and, and makes these kind of bebop kind of <laughs> um, sounds where, and I call them his, um, his theme songs, uh, because he just is kind of walking around with these different little theme songs that he's humming or singing or things like that, um, that don't actually have words, they just have like, sounds like you beep, boop, you know, things like that. 
that's not a good example, but he's going to be like, that is not how that sounds. But I can't do it. And maybe that's why I wake up with a real song that a musician has made. Um, Anyways, so I was listening to ABBA's uh, Winner Takes It All, which, by the way, who here, hands up, um, like, do you as well really hate this winner-loser thing that has swept through certain parts of society? When I skip across social or even a friend who's like, yeah, winning at life, or if you want to be a winner, and I'm just like, get over yourself, um, right? Like, life is not a competition. And if it is, then I just, I'm gonna be over here. I'm, I'm not like the tortoise in the situation, which I think is what we default into when we don't like that narrative is we still are running by it, but we just take a slower approach. And that's why we still feel like we're comparing ourselves all the time. Um, but I'm just like over here doing tarot. So, um, like I'm not here to win because this is not a race and there's no big trophy at the end of this. Um, there really isn't. And I think it's really alienating because automatically the people around you are like, so you see me as a winner or a loser. And I think that's hard, like, because what you're doing with yourself is often what you're doing with others. And what you're doing with others is often what you're doing with yourself, um, whether you can see it or not. This is a good segue into the cards today. So take a breath with me. Take a little slow down. I feel like I'm, I've got high energy today. Um, Aquarius is uh, in my communication um, and then into my home life. And I just feel like I'm kind of that weirdo when it comes to like my family. Um, not in a bad way. They don't treat me poorly, but I'm definitely the person who went a different route. Um, and when you know me really well, I can be extremely goofy. Um, so maybe that's coming out today. My weirder Aquarius way of, of communicating sometimes, um, if I'm close to you. Okay. All right. Why are you here? What's your intention? What have you been experiencing? And a big question is, what are you looking for today? Not in a way that you're going to get it, by the way. But what do you think you need today? What are you, what are you thinking? Maybe that's so perfectly aligned with a, like the stability within you. Maybe that is the ego going, I need this today. And when you really sit back and ask with your heart, when you ask with spirit in mind, with your spirit eyes, right? That clean source. I mean, that's not what you need at all. I know I have many days like that where I think I know what I need and I needed something else and it was offered to me. And when I took it, I was like, oh, this is what I needed all along. You know, I didn't need that other thing. I just, I just got caught up, you know, in the programming. <laughs> so uh, if you want to try practicing tapping into source, universe, God, spirit, goddess, uh, just take a second, 
You don't even have to visualize any entity or anything. You, you actually don't have to be clear about who and what you are sending up this prayer, this incantation, this um, relationship you're forming with, with energy. You, you don't even have to be clear. You might be like, I have no idea. But just close your eyes. Take a breath, feel into your heart and ask, you know, show me what I need today. I'm watching, I'm listening. Show me the way. You know, show me the way through this. And then when you open your eyes, just like drop your shoulders, sigh, and relax into the day. It'll come if you watch and listen. Um, if you're tapped in intuition, that answer will come. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow. Maybe uh, a week from now, a month from now, it, but it's coming. So now you can relax, right? You can stop the struggle. Because there's never been a moment where I don't get an answer for something eventually. And I often didn't have to struggle through it as much as I forced myself to. Um, you know, we often put ourselves through hell in waiting for our answer to become clear. And we don't need to do that. We can relax. We can not struggle, right? All right, cards today are deeply about transformation. Yay. So not yesterday because it was the full moon tarot readings, but the day before we had pulled the seven of cups in our self-returning and we talked a lot about alchemizing and it had the the five of, of cups next to it in reverse for self-abandonment. And so we did decided the the message came that you know maybe there's loss and grief here that needs to be felt maybe loss and grief are coming but they're coming to transform us to alchemize us for what is going to happen in the future and we thought because cups are um, associated with months worth of time that that actually landed in January February March of 2023 and we thought so it and that makes so much sense to me in my growth and transformation because um I often tell clients, and I've seen it over and over, that when something happens, we want to transform it right away for our good. And that actually there's all of this grief and loss and feelings that need to be integrated and transformed and alchemized. And that new version of us that is born out of something like a loss, um, whether it's a loss of identity the grieving of a certain identity, the grieving of a certain phase of life or an actual relationship or person that um, it usually takes about the same time it takes for a child to be born. It takes about nine months. And I do see it happen in that, you know, six to nine months or six, seven, eight, nine months. So with that said, I just think that this is this is something in that realm. And so we talked about that. Well, now we're going to add some more nuance to that. Okay. <laughs> there goes some construction and here comes the cat. So um, you can just imagine she's, <laughs> she's uh, at the door. Just, you know how cats turn their head and then rub their forehead against like a door or the corner of something. That's what she's doing right now. Like, are you talking to me? Should I come up? Are you going to pimp me? 
<laughs> you can just imagine she's with us. I bow. All right, now she's going to get patted. So with that in mind, we have the Seven of Cups now in our self-abandonment. And we do have to remember on this podcast, when I say self-abandonment, yes, it can be ways we lose ourselves, but it's often part of the process, which is why I don't leave it out, which is why I don't pull just one card on how to remember ourselves, that we remember ourselves sometimes through the process of abandoning and forgetting ourselves. It's all in the dance, right? It's all a part. Now, next to that today is the 21 card of the Major Arcana. It's the last card of the Major Arcana, and it is the world card. And it is all about integrating our past. And I love this card because there's this world snake around this naked person. And a lot of people actually think this person is a hermaphrodite because it's like the unification of all, right? And the snake on the outside is like this great circle. And when you look close, the snake is kind of swallowing its tail. And around the outside in the air is all four elements of the zodiac in all four suits. So we have this seven of cups, which is about desires, wants, um, you know, things we want to go for, things we want to go through that will alchemize us, that will transform us. Okay. And that we, and we don't know how that's going to look yet right? We don't know how with the seven of, of cups, we don't actually know what route to take. We're kind of like sitting in the everything that could alchemize. We don't know the result. We don't even know the path. <laughs> we're just here. And there's all these things. And we're just trusting that in time, like I said, in that five, seven, nine months that things begin to alchemize and change us. What we're, what we're going through right now is going to change, change us. But the world card is about the change that comes that creates wholeness. And it's really not about change at all, even though it may feel, look, and be described as change, and you know, that that would make sense, that language would make sense. But what has really happened is we haven't changed at all, we've integrated, we've come to wholeness, we've accepted all parts of our life, we've accepted all parts of our past. So today, what I really saw between these cards is that instead of dreaming up someone new, right? And I'm talking about us here. This is very much personal reading. You know, it will affect our relationships, but it's really about us today, right? Anything we do is going to affect our relationship, but it's really us focusing on us today. And so instead of dreaming up um, us becoming someone new and forcing ourselves to change into that, with the world, we move into, we start accepting what is true about us and about what we have done in our life. 
and what has been true about us. And we come to terms with it. And we take action on cleaning up the debris that has been lodged in us from those events. And we accept that those events happened, right? And then we see who we become through that process. So I'm going to break that down a little bit more because I know that was big. Okay. So with the seven of cups and self-abandon, what happens is we might want to transform. We might have this energy of, you know, I want to become the next version of me. I want to become a better version of me. I want to do my work. You know, I'm growth orientated. I'm evolution orientated. I want to keep evolving. Great. But with the seven of cups, the way we are going about that is we are trying to take what we are today and force ourselves to change into what we've dreamed up. I don't know about you, but like, Frig, this has been hard. This is hard on the system, right? It's like, because you have to actually realize and point out the things that you don't like and you want to change. And this, there's, something here about not then actually accepting that this part of you is you, right? It's like, oh, I, um, I'm going to use an example. Um, I'm, I'm going to use the example, which I think a lot of people can, can associate with, which is solving my partner's problems. Okay. And everybody else's, but I'm going to focus on relationship because you'll hear why. So it's, you know, I, I have a part of me that wants to force solutions for my partner. When my partner goes through anything, he's lost something. I want to point out where it is, right? He doesn't know what to do. I want to tell him how to do it. Um, something's going on at work, something's going on in a friendship, something's going on with a parent or family member. I want to tell him how to get through that right? I want to force a solution on him. I want to give him the solution. This is a pattern. This is a part of me. Okay. So think of a part of you right now that you're like, and and this is something you might cringe at, right? You're like, I don't want to do this. I know this is not what I want to be doing. I know in my heart that this is, that, that this is not working out for me, right? This is causing this. And think of that part of you that once upon a time you were like, or still are actually, I hate that I do this, but I can't seem to stop. Right. I want you to think of that thing. It could be relationship wise, but it could just be something else and, and really make it present for yourself. Let, let's go through this as a process and practice together. Um, not the outcome of it, obviously, but just walking ourselves through this. So think of that thing that you're like, I've been trying to stop this. I've been trying to change that I do this. I cannot seem to. I'm good for a day. I'm good for a week. I'm good for two weeks. And then it all comes raging back. And I just do it even more. You know? (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, forcing solutions. I still do it more for friends now than with my partner as I've gotten a lot more practice. And I have a partner who will um, not really accept that. And I feel like we call in the people we need because it's been such a blessing to have someone who doesn't want me to solve their problems. Okay, but I've had to deal with that. So we've all got that in our head, that thing we want to change about ourselves. Okay. So when we deal with the seven of cups in abandon, the mindset, the story we're telling ourselves is that we have got to stop that or we've got to start something else, right? Sometimes it's like, oh, I'm not, oh, I'm not working out and I have to start going to the gym, right? I hate that I'm not active and I've got to start doing this. And here's the thing. And we'll get to that, but like, there's nothing wrong with that, but we'll talk about that in a second. Just focus on that attitude you have around it. It's like, okay, I see the thing. I'm dreaming up the solution. I'm dreaming up how I can change this about myself. And by the way, you might also apply this practice to the way you're looking at the people around you too. If you keep thinking about how to change others, right? And so you're like, I don't like this, right? There's something here. I want to change this. You know, with the seven of cups, we're dreaming up how we're going to get through that, right? Are you doing that? Not right now, but in general, have you sat back? How can I, how can I stop doing this? I have to stop doing this or I have to start doing this Um, or I have to really the, usually it's like, I don't like this. I need to change this about myself. Because it's not working out for me. And that comes from a really okay place. It, it's okay to look at things and go, this isn't working out for me. And yet I, I'm still doing it. Why? You know, and I want to change this about myself. Um, and with the seven of cups, what we do is we dream up a way to do that. We think we have all this control over it. And sometimes we do for a while. And sometimes we can change our, our behavior as well. Our attitude matters, though. And that's what the world is. And the world, you know, the Seven of Cups is a cover-up. There's clouds there with all these cups and all these desires. And it almost makes us feel that if we could just change this thing, that we would get all the things we want, that our heart would somehow come together. And what you find with people's stories when they tell you about big transformations that they did through let's say willpower you know you realize that in their heart nothing's changed they're still right there with themselves with that thing that part of them that they were pushing away and overcompensating through change you know you 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 hear stories of people who say have lost a lot of weight. That's what I always think of for myself. Why can't I lose weight? You know, and you hear these stories where people are thin and they still look in the mirror and they still have all those feelings of self-deprecation and, you know, lack of self-love that they did. And they thought that the change they could force upon themselves would transform that. And for some people, it doesn't, you know, for some people, it doesn't, you get to the result, you get to the person who's changed and 
your heart's still not there and there's still so much you dislike about yourself. And other people find, like me, that you do it for a week or two, you try to force this change and then it just doesn't happen. And the transformation just doesn't take place. So one of the two, right? You apply that to your situation, apply that to that thing you're thinking about. Have you ever tried to change it and within a week or two, you're back at it? Have you successfully changed it in some areas and it didn't work out the way you thought? It, it still felt the same. You didn't feel any different. You know, oh, I, I redid the house, but I still don't feel happy in my life. Um, I got this new job I wanted and I still don't feel what I thought I would feel. It's those kind of moments. And sometimes we do. And that's great. It's great when we do. We're just talking about the things that don't today. And then what we want to do with the world is we actually want to accept that this is part of us. So instead of fighting against it, trying to change it, trying to solve it, trying to alchemize it, right, we're forcing, we're putting a lot of our energy and our heart into forcing some sort of change upon us. What we do is we accept that this very thing is true about us. I do try to solve people's problems. Absolutely, I do. I do struggle with my weight. I do avoid the gym. I do avoid working my body to its limits. All of these things are true. You know, we spend so much time with the seven of cups, denying and dreaming up and trying to imagine something different. That when's the last time we sat in the truth of ourselves and not through self hate, through acceptance. We don't have to love this part of us. I don't think that's true. We don't have to be like, oh my goodness, I love this. I love you. No, but we have to accept it as true. All of these things are true. We have to start admitting that to ourselves. These things are true about me. I hate saying them, but actually I've accepted them. So I don't hate saying them. Um, otherwise, I probably wouldn't have said them here on a public podcast, right? Because I accept them. They are a part of who I am. And that is world energy. And what we start to find when we accept things that are true about us or that have been true. So maybe this thing is rooted in the past. Maybe you did something in the past in a relationship or with a friendship. Um, that's whatever you were thinking of is kind of a callback, right? To admit it's true, to admit, oh, actually, I'm dishonest. That's very dishonest to past partners. I would keep things from them. Um, I would say things a certain way so they sounded better. I, you know, would do things and then not tell them. I was dishonest. I'm a dishonest partner. You know, it sounds awful. But do you know how much freedom I feel saying that? And not, not the first time, but now. And it has to be coupled with the next, which is coming to terms with it and taking action to clean it up. So a lot of these things um, felt really hard to say the first time with this world energy, right? We are accepting and digesting our past. Well, we can't do that inside our own head. I don't know about you, but anything that happens in my own head, if it's like a thought process, 
it, it just doesn't feel the same as when I get to tell somebody, when I get to write it down, when I get it out of my head and into the world. And I absolutely recommend writing it down and then telling somebody. And then having that time to get to reflect and have them reflect to you as well, honestly, what they see about you in that. What we find is that a lot of the things we do make sense based on what we feared during that time. I love that question when we're going through what's true about us. You know, I had to ask myself, yeah, I had to admit, I avoid working my body. I avoid moving it. And then the question after I accepted that, or at the very least, I could say it out loud and start talking about it as true. Rather than letting it stew in my head going, no, I'll change it. No, I'll change it. Right? That's the seven of cups. I'm stuck in my head going, no, I'll change it. I'll change it. In the world, we admit it. We accept it. We own it. We claim it. And when we do, we can start, um, we can actually start integrating it. And I was able to ask the question, what am I afraid of here? Which is the biggest question. Because when we avoid transformation, when we avoid integration, it's because we fear something. So I'd ask myself, what do I fear about moving my body? And it's all related to my pulmonary embolism. And how my lungs and heart felt actually felt the same as like running full out on a treadmill, right? And when you're exercising hard, it felt the same. And so I was like, oh, I fear the sensations of my own body now. Because at one point, it was a signal that I was about to die. And I'm still working through a lot of that fear that comes up. But I have been able to integrate that as part of myself. I no longer hate that part of myself. When I first saw that, I still hated it. I was still trying to force change upon myself. Now I'm going slow. I'm allowing the integration to change me, and it has. But it's been working from the inside out. Like I am going to the gym, but not as much as I used to because I used to force it upon myself. And then I would quit after a week or two. I try to power through. We don't need to power through. It's going to catch up with me. And that's the beautiful thing about the world is integration. And when we are able to accept, digest and clean up the past, it starts to catch up to, to us slowly. It starts to change us slowly from the inside out. Because now we are more whole, right? And it's really important to clean things up with the world, right? The world says we have power to do that. We have everything we need to have this clear space behind us, right? There in the sky, there's this clearness behind us, right? Our head is clear, right? Air sign is your head. When's the last time your head felt really clear? We have to go back. You know, if it's rooted in something, for instance, um, a few weeks ago, I, I made some apologies and I, I had an ex kind of in and around my realm on social. And I reached out and I said, I'm so sorry. I was so dishonest, so critical with you. And they said, hey, you know, we were young. We were in our 20s. We didn't know what we were doing. And we were able to clear that air. And I tell you, integration is really built on cleaning up what we have left 
all of those little strings and threads that we pulled at, that we tangled up into knots, we have to begin to untie them. The world tells us we need to integrate and clear our space and clear the debris. And that when we do that, we start to really see a change come into us. And it's not from trying to change our our personality, from our behavior, things like that. Those things will come. But they truly come from a result of accepting where we're at, clearing away any debris that's there. And that might be with yourself. I know there's a ton of clearing up things with myself that I had to do. I had to forgive myself, right? I had to say I'm sorry and forgive myself for certain behavior, but it all came on the other side of accepting it and being true about these things. And so it's a whole different way to transform and alchemize, right? With the seven of cups, we are imagining who we could be and we're trying to force that person onto us. In the world, we actually accept who we are and what we're like. We're not trying to change them, but we are exerting the power after we accept them as true to clear things up. And that's what gives us power to change because now we're like, oh, actually this whole time I had the power to clear up all the things that were bothering me. I had this power to, even if I don't do things right, I can get right with people. I can get right with myself. I can get right with the life around me. Some of this for me is paying off some debts I have. And they're not even debts to people, just places, you know, government and and some credit cards here and there from my 20s, you know, and it's like that is part of the process. I'm clearing that debris. I'm making some choices that are going to clear up that debris. And when I do, guess what? That might alchemize me into somebody who's better with my money, which is something I wanted for a very long time. But I was always mean to myself. I was always like, you're going to change. You're going to be on this strict budget. And none of that ever worked for me. Willpower never worked for me when it came to changing myself. But what has come is me admitting to myself that I have been irresponsible with my money and that I enjoy purchasing things I don't need because it brings me some joy in my life. It brings me aesthetic in my life. Um, I've enjoyed, you know, using money for this and that. I had to accept all of these things about myself. And now money's flowing to me and I'm able to direct it and make a different choice to direct it to clear up some of these things that have lingered. So I haven't changed, but I have integrated who I am and what I'm like. And when I do that, there's so much clarity in my soul. There's so much clearness inside in my spirit that I'm able to make more loving decisions. I'm able to have a really soft discipline with myself, a really loving discipline with myself. And spirit helps me do that. Spirit nudges me and says, don't forget, you're like this. What do you want to clean up today? Right? And I'm like, oh, yes, right. What is true is I have this. And I need to clear it up. 
And while I want to spend my money on this, I'm going to put some towards that. And spirit often gives me little intuition nudges, right? And it can't do that when we're in denial. It can't do that when we're we're too busy beating ourselves up, trying to force ourselves to change. And what we find with people who have done that is it eventually catches up. And it's okay if that has happened, by the way. You know, when I use the example of the people who still look in the mirror and and their body has changed, but the way they feel about themselves hasn't, they get to still continue that work. It's not like they have failed. It was almost that beginning where I was talking about winners and losers. There are no losers. That person went a different route. So if you do go that route and your willpower and your discipline is able to get you somewhere, and but it's you still feel the same about yourself, great. Now's the opportunity to start integrating. It's okay if the behavior, if the change on the outside or the the change in yourself looks like it happened, but it doesn't feel like it's happened, that's okay. You can start working from now. So don't feel like you've missed the boat if you already changed the thing about yourself, but you don't feel the change, right? Um, now's the time to integrate for you as well. So you, it, you can do it before, you can do it after. Okay. Um, And really with the seven, it's talking about how we feel today, right? Because it is the cups and it it is that feeling of, but I could be so much more and I could feel so much more than how I feel about this. And I think that's true and we have to accept where we are. So big message today. Thanks for hanging out. You know me. I could talk for another hour. This podcast just keeps getting longer and longer. (laughs) I like, I remember the days when this podcast was like 10 minutes. I think that lasted all of like two weeks or something. But this is, I mean, I'm a talker. I'm a talker. Um, so I hope you enjoy it too. From what I see from the numbers, I do keep an eye on analytics. And actually more people are listening um, consistently every day. Um, or over the week they catch up with these than when they were short. So that tells me that you're also enjoying more nuance, more explanation, more talk through of these concepts. So um, I'm so glad you keep coming back. That's amazing. Thank you. You humble me. Um, And I appreciate you and I care about you. And I'm going to let you go now. So have have a wonderful rest of your day, night, whenever you're listening to this. And I'll see you again tomorrow. Don't forget to go listen to Full Moon and Aquarius from yesterday and maybe even the episode before on loss and grief and more on the Seven of Cups when it's in its um, in its correctness. So, all right. Care about you. See you tomorrow. Bye now. Thank you for joining me at home for our daily practice today. If you'd like deeper insight into your current energy, head over to jennadale.com slash insight messages to order a personalized reading from me and be sure to hit subscribe wherever you're listening so you can join me again tomorrow. See you then.